0: I remember a story, has anybody heard Borden, Borden Milk? Anybody? Borden, B-O-R-D-E, Nope. One of the biggest, uh, it's actually morphed into whole different things. You owe your, uh, you know, whatever it is that you use for your coffee to Borden. They were the first one that brought in powdered milk and all of this. Well, they were like a huge family in the US and their heir, of this family, of a multi-million dollar industry. Back in the day, a million dollars meant something. And, uh, well, it means a little bit now, but not like it did back then. And uh, his name was William Borden. Now, uh, he was, in 1904, this kid was, as as a teenager, who was already unusual. He gets accepted into college, but from the beginning, he tells his parents, I have a call of God into missions, which threw them for a fit, He was the heir of a multi-million dollar enterprise. And they thought you were going to waste your life in missions, they said. So he ended up going to Yale freshman year with about, he starts a prayer meeting. I'm just kind of real close, real short. Uh, Just a couple of dozen people start joining. By the end of his senior year, out of 1,300 students in Yale, 1,000 are coming to his prayer meetings and He's totally impacted the university. He's set on his goal to go into missions. He begins to get a graduate degree at seminary into Princeton, not far from here in Jersey. And uh, this is 1904 to 1910. Azusa Street is exploding everywhere. There are Welsh revivals going on in the UK. All over the nations of the earth are starting to see the manifestation of the presence of God. I heard a quote recently that one of the reasons why Europe, right now, 1,500 years after the Reformation, how could it be one of the driest places on the planet, went with respect to the gospel and was very, very secularized, and the reason was the Reformation was a word only with no power. There was not a flow of the Holy Spirit to accompany the preaching of the Word of God. Now, you may argue, what are you talking about? The, The Word of God carries the the Spirit of God. Yes, but the manifest presence of God is what makes you from believers to sons and daughters and enters you, catapults you into your right identity. Anyway, young Borden, he's still fired up about doing what he's going to do. He gets his theological degree in Princeton, and then he targets in China a Muslim group. Can you imagine in the 1900s (laughs) This guy, he's about your age. This is why it kind of dawned on me, like, wow, like this guy had his goal. And he doesn't really need the money. He's a millionaire. How many know you can be so poor, the only thing you have is money? And you start making choices based on money and based on what you can do or not do with your life. And you miss out on the passion of God in your, for you. And here is this young guy, he, he's so fired up, his family is like going ballistic, what are you talking about? And he says, before I go into China with this Muslim people, I'm gonna stop off in Egypt to, uh, to learn Arabic. How many of you know this dude is crazy? <laughs> and when he's in Egypt, he contracts a disease and dies. The news of young Borden comes back to the US and the big headlines, and then, come on, that's a, like, dun-dun-dun, bubble bust, you know, the big headlines in the news. Air wastes his life on missions. He never got to go where uh, he had targeted to go. But it is his life celebrated. He's so clear on his identity, so clear on his purpose, so clear on his focus, To where he didn't let anything that could have been a benefit to him. Come on, this is Philippians 3. Anything that was gained to him, he considered it as dung. I mean, you know, we know what dung looks like here in in the counties. (laughs) I should have stepped on some because somebody drove his car. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) And um, in view of the surpassing value of knowing Christ, the elder brother... And I find that as I talk, the more I talk about identity and the more, I mean, I, we hammer this in our school. And uh, if, you, if you really want an, a dosis, like an intravenous of what it's like to be a supernatural person, I, I just love to talk to you about you joining the school. Because it's amazing how he gets to see people, what happened from a retreat. I get to see them every day because we live revival every day. There's a visitation of God and the presence of God. Just You cannot hang out with God nine months and not be changed. You cannot hang out in the presence. In the presence of my. No, you're in the presence of community. But how many of you know that your generation is getting attacked, trying to make you weak when you really, as a Christian believer, you are strong in the power of his might. Come on, amen, right? And a lot of times the church... All they do is focus on getting saved from, from hell, from their problems, and they don't focus enough on getting saved to the promises of God and to the inheritance of God. And instead, we sing songs to get somewhere instead of singing songs from somewhere. There's such a big difference. If you're going from glory to glory, come on. How I many you know you start in glory? That's where Jesus brought you. Jesus didn't bring you to a place where you have to then climb up the ladder so you can hit a, pl- a, a nirvana up in the sky somewhere, and then from there, sing your songs. God says, I've built something in you. I have put something inside so that you know that from that place, you're secure. You're a son, you're a daughter. Now, we, our theology has always, in, in many circles, I'm not gonna tell names or whatever, but in many circles, it's been so sin-focused That we've forgotten the the very things that Jesus came to do for us that we couldn't do for ourselves. It's like everything good is in the future. Like when we get to heaven, I'll be blessed. When I get to heaven, I'll be free. When I get to heaven, I'll have peace. And how about now? Or is Jesus not alive in you today? Come on. If Jesus came today, what did he come for? So you can get a ticket to heaven or that you would display and manifest a lifestyle that would require an explanation among your peers. That all of a sudden, the level of grace around your life and the goodness of God over you, it's like we gotta get this word back from the New Agers. Just the aura, the energy field around you, your shadow would cause trouble in the realm of darkness. Because there's someone, not, not that you're bad to the bone, that there's someone in you radiating life out from you because eternal life is not something you're going to get it's something that you have now good preaching jc <laughs> hallelujah i feel good i don't really care what you feel no i'm just kidding <laughs> so a lot of time, i mean everything is like that our inheritance is in the future and i tell you many of us bought into the lie I don't know if you know this dude, Augustine, 3rd century, but he was was the guy who coined the phrase, you're a sinner saved by grace. And I got to tell you, because it's truth and lies regarding our identity, that that's not true. You're not a sinner saved by grace. You were a sinner, and you got saved by grace. Come on, aren't you happy about that, right? But you stop being a sinner the moment you say yes to Jesus. Brain freeze. (laughs) But I sin. Yes. If you sin, you have someone that you can go to. But if you're born again, your lifestyle should not be one of practicing sin. And God has broken the power of sin over our lives. And actually, if you have a sin problem, I got a really easy cure. This is my pastoral side. Quit it. <laughs> you should see my other side. <laughs> because, Romans 8:1, the, there's therefore now. No condemnation, right? You don't walk around under this cloud of shame and condemnation and accusation. I know what you did last summer. Kind of deal. You don't walk under that, under that cloud of shame, that cloud, that orphan mindset that there's not enough. God doesn't love me. If I behave, he loves me. If I don't behave, he doesn't love me. I want to resolve some of these issues for you tonight. Because your works mean nothing when you come to Jesus. And then later on, they're motivated by Him in order for you to grow into whatever thing you're called to do. And here, God just wants to set you free. Come on. The law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free. Say, I'm free. free. Come on, say it loud. I'm free. I'm free. It has set you free from the law of sin and death. You're no longer under this bondage. You're no longer under this, I've got to behave to be loved. If you're in a Christian church and all you do is right behaving, you might not be saved. Oh my gosh, Gary, I went there. Because <laughs> Christianity is not a behavior program. It's not like an AA in the spirit. And you come here for your sin issues and... For your daddy issues and your mommy issues, come on! I want to write a book called "The Wussification of the Church in America," and how not to get there. I don't know you can smile at me right now, or not. I don't care. I don't want to sing about always being healed, always, always needing healing, always needing. I'm broken. I'm needy. I, I, I want a teddy bear. He can fix everything later. <laughs> This is my first shot at church here. I'm going to tell Jimmy Nyman, I blew them up. (laughs) And somebody stroke your demons so you feel better. (laughs) And your behavior, oh, it's okay, brother, we're under grace. But if you know who you are and you know who you're loved by and you extend your love back to him, why would you want to sin to disrupt the love affair? See, you don't know how much you're loved, and you don't know, your passions are yet not, you're not woke yet. Your passions are not woke, real woke yet. You're all like into like, oh my gosh, what's the man? the man's doing bad stuff to me. Hey, you know what, there's a man that died for you. He did everything good for you. Why don't you focus on him and bring breakthrough to your generation? Oh, my God, I got to do this. I won't get my car. I want my clothes. I want my house, 2.2 kids, my dog, my parrot, my donkey. I got friends that have donkeys. Only in Lancaster County. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm a city guy. I don't even like grass. I told you all. <laughs> what am I doing? It's a cruel joke. Jesus is punishing. No, he's not. He's, see, wherever you are is the best place you can be. Come on, Right? And so when you, I, want, I want to just, uh, just look into the book of Ephesians, which I don't have to totally do because I really feel I need to pray for you. But Ephesians 1 basically tells you who you are and who Jesus is. From the very beginning, he's telling you, look, every spiritual blessing in heavenly places, you already have it. So quit whining and calling it prayer. Good preaching, <laughs> Come on, I, I, just, I just want, can I come? I love you guys. I want to see the best of you. Can I just go real hard for a few minutes? Yes. Please give me permission, yes? Don't be offended with me. All right? But everything you need for life you already have in heavenly realms. All right. Now he says in heavenly realms. I need it on the earth realm. Okay, is earth more important to you than heaven? Okay, because you're going to be here 80, 90 years. You lay off the whoopie pies and all of that. <laughs> right 80 90 years you'll be here the mall is the other way sir I already had this conversation right and then forever with God forever with God in the heavenly realm where by the way heaven no depression in heaven come on say amen. Amen. amen no disease no poverty no injustice the goodness, a, a total absence of any sort of evil. No, no, like, fear, anxiety, worry. Oh, come on, just breathe deep, right? And, he, and the prayer of Jesus is, let heaven come down. Let me enjoy a reality. See, Jesus said, when you do what you need to do, from the right place, enter into the joy of the mass. Heaven's a joy-filled reality. Glorious place. Now, I'm telling you all of this because if you don't know, see, I'll take that back. Whoever you think God is to you is going to be God through you. Whoever you think God is to you is going to be God through you. That means that when you start talking to people about Jesus, if you think of him as someone who is authoritarian, who's always saying no to you, who's going to punish your behavior, who doesn't understand, or you clothe them with your earthly leaders or pastors or fathers or mothers, then you have a false identity and you begin to... Imagine, you come to church and preach that from that place of woundedness. And no wonder people are broken. Because whatever you sow, you reap. How many know that we need healing so that we can heal people, can heal others, versus hurt people hurting others? And God's trying to grow us up. Come on, say, I need to grow up. Come on, I'll say it too. I need to grow up. Why is that? Because the more we grow, the more like Christ we are. And the more of Christ we are, the more we can impact the places. Now, you didn't build this thing to have church. You are, come on, I know you've heard this a million times, but you are the church. You didn't build this so you can come to a place. You brought here so you can be equipped to go out and make every place a glorious place for Jesus. That in your neighborhoods, in your schools, at your job, wherever you might be, you would be a representative, an ambassador of the kingdom of God that reflects the nature of a good, good father. I mean, no, I don't want to sing those songs anymore. I heard that song, I don't want to sing like you're not in the room. And we just talk about, yeah, Jesus, that dude over there, somewhere. When he's right here, I like Jesus, I'm right here. Tell him about me, I'm right here. Ephesians 1 talks about who we are. You know, in His kindness of His love, He adopted you. He didn't have to. How many of you know when you go to a pound, you want the best dog there? Yet He chose you. Were you the best dog in the pound? I don't know. Would I have chosen me back in the day? I'm not sure. (laughs) Thank God I'm not God. (laughs) I was all messed up. Uh, Yet, not many of you were wise, not many of you were noble, and yet God smiled at you and said, I want that one. I'm all jacked up. I I love you. I'm crazy about you. (laughs) Your issues don't scare me. I mean, no relationships would be at a whole nother level (laughs) if your love would be such a cascading place of grace where your behavior didn't really, of course, it matters in our relationship, where it wasn't the determining factor, oh, you'll find that in marriage, where you can have a bad day in a marriage and still have a covenant. Undevisable. And that your love is stronger than any offense. And he said, out of kindness, I chose you. And out of kindness, I don't have time to read it, I invited you to be part of my master plan to recover the earth and i've got i've given you a guarantee for that the holy spirit oh you got to read one because that definitely takes you to two all right i've given you a guarantee the holy spirit and this is why i pray that your eyes would be opened up that you would see the hope of glory, the inheritance that you have, the surpassing greatness of His power, my power towards you if you believe. Say, I need to believe. Need to believe. Say it again. Need to oh, faith, 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 faith. Not in a concept, not in a good preaching, but because you met Him and encountered Him and infused life into you. And all of a sudden, it is more real to you than anyone sitting in front of you saying different things about contrary to who Jesus is. Oh, he's a historian, the Crusades. Anybody get that? The Christians in the Crusades. (laughs) I don't even, sometimes when people come with intellectual things, I'm just believing God to have a prophetic word, that shuts them up. (laughs) A word of knowledge, a move of the spirit. Or sometimes I just ask him, hey, if I can answer your intellectual Curiosity? Would you give your heart to Jesus? And if they say no, say, I'm not in the mood to talk. <laughs> Wasted words. We didn't come to argue people into the kingdom. We came to blast them in by the power of the Spirit. Come on. Who is your Jesus? The surpassing greatness of his power that he demonstrated raising him up. Come on, raising him up and then sitting him at the right hand of the Father, far above. Come on, say, far above. I mean, it's not even close. Far above all principalities, powers, ruler in heavenly realm. And I have presented him in full power and authority to you, my kids. If you would only know how awesome I want to be on your behalf, you'd stop your whining. You're driving the angels crazy. (laughs) What about me? Listen, if you're so sore, I'll pray for you. I'll help you. Sooner or later, you're going to have to fly in your own wings. Because it's okay for a season. I just talked to a guy in Ireland. I've known him all, literally all my Christian life. He said he, I had, he had no faith for me when I gave my heart to the Lord. Because I was s- such a jerk. Anyways, no. I was just full of demons. I needed deliverance. And then, I went to the seminar, and then these things happened, and all of a sudden, my life totally changed. He's been there from the beginning, telling me and giving books into my hands and praying for me and answering my question. How many know you need someone like that in your life that is able to be a friend to you, a real friend, not somebody who will just agree with you? If all your friends just totally agree with you and you have no one that can say no to you, you're in trouble. And if you can't respect a no... You don't understand your father in heaven. How many know there are two responses and he loves you through both of them? And Ephesians 2 starts, and you were separated, dead in your trespasses and sins. You were absent from any hope whatsoever. I should end the message there and let you think about it. Yeah. Imagine. Totally separate from the love, from, not the love of God, from the reality of being able to be with Him forever and enjoy Him forever. And yet, because of His great love, and He goes into great depths of all the sin, I don't want to go there, but because of His great kindness and love, come on, because of His great kind, He called you out, caused you to be born again and then made the craziest invitation to come up and sit here with me at the right hand of the Father. See, I wanna, say, I wanna say that because you're not from this world. Stop loving it more than Jesus. You are from above. Come on, say, I'm from above. <laughs> You've been seated, it's, it's, a, it's a parallel universe. Oh my gosh, it's true. You have your feet on the ground because your body, but your spirit is sitting with Jesus at his right hand. And this is all All my blessings are up there. Yes, that's how he begins the chapter. And your job is to bring it from spirit to flesh on behalf of others you've been invited to sit at my right hand to have the same authority and i am building you all together jew and greek together as a new man building a building that will be a dwelling place of god built on the foundations apostles prophets god is doing something awesome in the earth Ooh, come on (laughs) What are you doing? You're so bored in church. Why are you bored? You have eternal life. What's wrong with you? I said, hello, you're Latino. You ate jalapenos for breakfast. No. I prayed in the spirit. I got in worship. I live a life of worship. I got nowhere to go. I don't have a plan B. My plan A is I'm going to spend it all on you. And you know what that means many times? Great, son, take a nap. And go from rest. I don't want you burning out for Jesus. I want you to live for me, which takes a lot more courage. Because I tell you what, it takes more courage to live free than to live in the familiar demons you like. Because in familiarity, you can hang out when you, oh my, oh my God, the door's open and you step out, I've never been this way before. And the unknown and the lack of control freaks people out. But if you trust in Him, who by the way is invisible, you got to learn to know Him by your knower. Come you know what I'm talking about? The Holy Spirit inside of you. To be able to, he begins to teach you who you are. He begins to show you that by faith a man will live. That means you believe and then you see, not the other way around. And it's not just a, a jump into the abyss. It's like, I gotta know him because whoever God is to me will be God through me. So who is this God? He's a loving father. He's a wonderful counselor. He's mighty. I'll give you one scripture so the meeting can be legal. (laughs) Ephesians 3, 14, 15, So I kneel humbly in awe before the Father of our Lord Jesus, the Messiah, the perfect Father of every father and child in heaven and on earth. He's a perfect, perfect Father. You draw your identity from Him. You draw your freedom from Him. Your wholeness from Him. He begins to pray that you may be filled with his fullness. Oh, my gosh, close your eyes. What do you look filled with God's fullness? What do you look like totally free? Free of all the destructive cycles in your life. Free of all your anxiety and your... Come on, everybody's weird in some level or other, so don't take offense by that, but free from your weirdness. That you can actually be the peculiar people that God has called you to be. Mm -hmm. That you don't look like the world because you want to fit in. That's such an orphan mindset. Forget about friends that want to pull you away from Jesus. You only want to be friends to them to pull them to Jesus. Don't be the influence. Be the influencer. God. And then there's Ephesians 4, I didn't do justice to three, (laughs) I don't have time. You're getting equipped from heaven above so you will not be tossed and turned for every little wind of doctrine and little fashion, little things that come. So everybody just wants you to be cool and you can get along with everybody and coexist. Because as Christianity is simple, but it's hard. Did you figure that out? That if you want to live a godly life and expand the kingdom, you're going to suffer persecution. That means somebody's not going to like you. You know what? I have a saying in HSSM you need to build a bridge and get over it. <laughs> People will not always like you, and neither that should not be your goal. And sometimes, this is another thing we have at HSSM, you need to have a straw so you can suck it up but a cup. Because <laughs> sometimes you just have to persevere in who you know and press into that which is right because Jesus is righteous, because he's made you righteous. He has injected you with his righteousness. It's not like Jesus is covering me and that's how the Father says. No, you are. You, You are righteous. You're flawless before God. Oh my God, that means, yes! You're a saint, a son, a daughter. You're an heir of this world, joint heir with Christ. You're an overcomer. Come on. You're more than a conqueror. Oh, say amen. Come on. (laughs) You're not this little, oh my gosh, the wind is blowing. Hold on. Jesus, we're holding on. So you come back. No, you're in an MMA fight. You're pounding the enemy. And the father says, it's not even a fair fight anymore. Go get him, son. (laughs) You are the head Not to tell. This is not an elitist statement. This is the reality of a kingdom. You've been brought up high. You're a royal priesthood. You don't have to wear a collar. You're a priest, dude. Come on, bump me. Boom! (laughs) I just want my Christianity to be nice and safe. Predictable. Forgive me, the Holy Spirit doesn't work this way. That's why you're all so unique. That's why you're all so amazing. Each and every one of you. He downloaded DNA in you to be one with him. He's got such adventures for you. Come on, I'm a Venezuelan dude. What am I doing in Lancaster County? (laughs) Running a school of supernatural. I should be in full revival down in my country. But people get raised from the dead for breakfast. And people over here still fighting, Should this, is the Spirit able to do this or not? So we build schools to explain that, and over there, just do it and have zero theology. God, <laughs> I just want to get a little bit of perspective. Can you say amen to that? Oh, my gosh, time just flies when you're having fun. <laughs> Hebrews eleven six, you know this. Without faith, I love the passion translation, and without faith living within us, it would be impossible to please God. For we come to God in faith knowing that he is real and that he rewards the faith of those who passionately seek him. He's a rewarder. He's not a punisher. Come on, amen. I don't know what you heard, but that's not my papa. My papa's not a punisher, like the punisher. (laughs) Is that Marvel? The punisher. (laughs) Oh, my word. Like this dude is like, all right, no, I just, what was your solution? I killed him. What's your solution always? I just killed him. (laughs) See, how many know God's not like this? He doesn't cut away things that are troublesome. He restores them. He renews you, refuels you, refocuses you. He's for you. My God is for me. What almighty. Ephesians 4, I'm giving people to equip you so that you can be everything you're called to be so that you can then, knowing who he is to you, you can go out and do the stuff. What's the stuff? Preaching from pulpits? No, maybe you've got the cure cancer. Maybe you do an engineering thing that's never been seen before. Maybe you're an artist. Maybe you do a song that just, all right, the songs that make the whole world sing. That's so stinking old, and people still sing it 40 years later. I want to hold your hand. Because people are still starving for relationship. Come on, right? (laughs) Maybe you have such creativity in you. Maybe God wants to do something so awesome. But maybe you think, my life is so insignificant. But you touch one person that, one person that you touched. How about that one dude that went and healed Paul? The one dude that got Billy Graham saved. My life is so insignificant. Nothing's insignificant in God. You were made for purpose. say everything in America has to be big or is not worthy. (laughs) It's like God, let me tell you. Ready? This will will shock you. The pay is the same. Just obey him. He's not picking, oh, you did really great. Ate. You did poor. and you know you got a lower like ghetto house in heaven and you got a little bit of a high rise not the top penthouse but you know you'll get to see over some angels and stuff I was like people have this crazy mentality of the value system in the kingdom which is so not God and then there's five Get along, your relationships in order, your marriage in order, your work. You want to be amazing in the kingdom? Be a great worker at your job. But don't worship your job. Worship through your job. And then six, and then having all done that, fight to stay in. Oh, Ephesians is the epistle of identity. I so butchered it. I need to read it. I mean, I can't I can't get out. I can't get out. The overwhelming love of God just cascading over me. The knowledge that he loves me in spite of me. That makes me worship, man. I know where I came from. I remember it vividly. I know what I'm like without Jesus. Not a pretty picture. Not all crimes are like. Let me just say that white-collar crime is real. (laughs) And people don't even know, and that's even more demonic. Until God meets you. No matter where you come from. You encounter God. Stop praying as a devotional time and start seeking Him to encounter Him. And let Him rain His love on you. Let the Spirit wash over you. Let this Word come alive in you. That was the whole retreat, right? (laughs) Just let the triune God love on you for real. Let Him pick apart. Let Let Him scan you. Just a scanner. I went to Apple Store today. My, I couldn't get anything to work in my flipping computer that's older than Jurassic Park 1. <laughs> it's an Apple, but barely. I think it's more like an orange, but anyway. <laughs> Might be a lemon at this point. And the dude went, well, you got malware. <laughs> and you got this and this, and I'm going... And, it, and all these bugs... And then you see, boom, and everything came back. I'm sitting there going, "That'll preach right there." <laughs> a preacher's a scavenger. <laughs> I'm looking at him debugging my machine. I'm going like, "Oh my god!" And you know, it's a different. See, he did it with such ease. How I many know you don't know what you don't know? But the knower of all things, who knows you perfectly, just. <laughs> and you don't even know what's happening to you but in the presence of my enemies they're not always out there sometimes they're in here all that false idea of your own identity thinking that you got to do stuff to be noticed one of the first things that got killed in me was the need that you know what he taught me to preach to one like i preached to a thousand and he actually made me preach to nobody in front of a camera Nobody could say amen to me. I was going crazy. And God said, let it rip, son. And I preached like I had thousands. I actually was picturing, I'm right, I'm bonky. There's millions there. And I was going off with this camera and nobody else in the room. <laughs> when you don't care, but you don't have a chip on your shoulder and you don't have to let people know that you don't care. When you're healed, and you can be you without excuses. You can be confident because there's no contradiction in you. When you know him, you know him. The rest is religion. Because if you're not seeking God and seeking first the kingdom, it doesn't really matter what else you you seek. It's worthless. I know that's a tough gig, something tough to swallow. But once you taste and see, you'll never go back. What do I go back to? I'm in worship, I'm getting drunk. I I used to pay money for this, Lord, thank you. (laughs) I'm drunk, I'm high, I'm laughing like I just came out from the best party ever. Oh yeah, I did. I hear the angels singing, I wake up with a song. I lay down on a pillow with a clean conscience. What is that worth? I'm 58 and I'm crazier now than when I got saved. And I'm, and I'm praying, God make me fearless, which is a dangerous prayer considering the words I've gotten lately. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I wish I hadn't have said that because God's just waiting for you to say, if you trust me, if you trust me, you will make this little world such a big deal. You'll grow into the superpower that I have inside for you. You'll grow into the fullness of who I made you. (sighs) Come on, just bow your head with me, yes? I ask Holy Spirit, there are champions in this place <laughs> who are meant to bring down dragons, God. Just stick a moment. Assess your life. Who is God to you? Is he a loving father? Oh, yeah, he's a savior. I get it. I read that story about Bill Borden, J.C. Penney. You know, at the end of his life, he was giving away 90% of his money and living off a dime of a tithe. He was so generous, he'd freak his family out. He could not get any wealthier. One will chase a thousand, two, ten thousand. Are there two in here that will believe and go radically run for him? Are you still trying for speakers to woe you and spoon feed you and want to encounter God yourself? Oh, I just want to get a girlfriend. That's why I come to youth group. I want to get married. Is that really the end of everything? He's my better half. I spent hours, days on identity. And you're calling that person your better half? You're whole. You're unique. God made you whole. He's crazy about you. But people don't believe me. I preach this all over the world you got to see him and hear him speak that to you. Holy Spirit, I ask you to just release revelation of your love for them, the identity of what you say they are, not what a preacher says, but who you say for the Spirit of the Lord will awaken them to know identity, the trueness of sonship, that you're free from shame. Free from sin. Free from the crazies of rejection and people's opinions. Free from yourself, putting all that excess pressure on yourself to be like someone chasing the shadow of someone else, not even you. Father, I ask you, reveal. 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 The excess luggage that needs to come off the plane. Holy Ghost. I wanna pray for the breaking of that stuff off of you. If you're ready to pray that, just stand to your feet. This will be quick and painless, but you got to mean it. Because you don't want to be, this is what the Bible says, don't blame the messenger, but you don't want to be a dog returning to its vomit. When you say, I'm done with it, stop it. It's killing you. And God wants to give you life and life abundant. That's going to rock your world you looking at me. I'm talking to you. Yeah, you. Six and a half weeks from now, you're not going to believe what God's going to do. Stand fast. Do not turn back. Persevere to the end. Hold your ground. Love him. Obey him. Move with him. In six and a half weeks, you'll say, wow, I would, I cannot believe you did what you said you'd do, and you'll never be the same. Come on, if that's you, just say, I want to be free. Just stand to your feet. Don't even overthink it. Just say, I'm done. I'm not having any of these little Christian games. I'm not waiting for anyone. I'm not waiting for people to tell me what to do in a good way. Because we all need to be under authority in some way. But if you want this prayer, mean it. I don't want to make it easy for you. And you don't offend me if you all stay sitting. I honestly, I am the messenger, but I can't. I'll bring you to the river, but you need to be the ones that drink. And if you don't get what you can get, it's up to you. It's okay. Maybe you need to wait. So, Father, thank you. I'll just wait a couple of... Minutes here, and when you're ready, stand up. Otherwise, it's cool. It's so good that you count the cost. I love it. I grew up with a message, if Jesus is not Lord at all, nor Lord of all, he's not Lord at all, and I know he has moments where he grows you, but the decision that I want, I'm all in. That's everything. If you've never made that decision, I really want, desire that you mean business with God today and make it, I'm all in. I'm all in to you, Jesus. What if he sends me to China, a Muslim nation? I don't know. I bring crazy people to my school. They go to war-torn areas. People are dying and children are being cut in two. I'm bringing a guy, Robbie Dawkins, he's in Iran and he's building churches in Turkey. He's got six kids, man, or five kids, something crazy. What about his family? What about his children? What about his Jesus? What about making choices that are worth everything for just a little pleasure on the earth realm? If you haven't made Jesus Lord of your life, come on, just today's your day. We're going to pray that first. And then we're going to pray just a prayer of consecration and revelation so we can break things off. So let's all pray it together. Just say, Father, here I am. I surrender everything, Jesus. I give you my heart. Forgive me. Cleanse me. In Jesus, name, In Jesus' name, break everything off of me. Off of me. I believe Amen. what you did is enough, Amen. and I receive, your work. I receive your finished work. I receive you now. I, you now. I give you everything I am, Amen. and I receive everything you are. Everything you are. And, I declare, and I declare that you're my Lord and King. Fill me with the Holy Spirit and teach me how to walk with you. Join me in a community that's following you. All of my days, I will worship you forever. Come on, now pray with me. In the name of Jesus, I renounce everything that would hinder love, everything that would be an obstacle for my walk. I receive right now the freedom of heaven. Come on, lift your hands to the Lord, yes? I break in the name of Jesus everything that would hinder you, every obstacle in Jesus' name, every idol, everything that would be exalted above God. I break it off of you in the name of Jesus. Every single thing that would hold you down, every bungee cord in Jesus' name, every attitude that would circumvent the reality of the flow of heaven. I pray that the river of God would flow and. Touch you in every place of your heart and wherever you need it would come to life. (sighs) Holy Ghost, come and move. I pray, Father, we lose the fear of man. Come on, say in the name of Jesus, free me from the fear of man, the fear of death, the fear of failure. The fear of disappointing family and others. In Jesus' name, I please one God, my Father in heaven. I have no king but Jesus. Oh God, I pray that you would give them tokens, you seal this word. Come on, say, I receive my freedom right now. Not later. Not not in heaven. Right now. The freedom you have for me now, I receive in Jesus' name. I'm a new creation. All things have passed away. I have no longer a sin nature. That dude is buried and gone. I'm not redigging dead bones. I was born for life. Come on, take a deep breath. Oh, Spirit of God. Let the heavenly realm be near. I pray you get dreams and visions. I pray that the prophetic grace of His testimony would begin to mess with you. I pray that your eyes will be open to see with such clarity. I believe, sir, that solutions are coming to dilemmas. The Spirit of God will begin to fill in the blanks. You'll be able to see and determine what's real and what isn't. You won't be so worried about who's gonna lie and who's gonna betray, but the Lord will give you intel. You'll have insight on sight, and you'll be able to look at the thing and know what is God and what is not, what is real and what is not, and the Lord will bless it and kiss it. Just give it in His hands and know that man's way are not God's way his thoughts are higher leave it to him and go with the flow one step ahead one step in front of the other the other the other and you'll see before it's all done early Christmas for you you'll see the thing that seems to be such confusion and such an enigma turn to love and turn to grace For the Lord started it and the Lord will finish it. He began a good work in you and He will finish it. Don't panic. Don't be afraid. He is going to right the way. The things that are crooked, He's making whole. The things that deviated, He will come back and there will not be an issue for you anymore. The Lord's releasing antennas to you. I already spoke to you. There's something on you. Stay the course. Mm. Grace, grace and glory. An encounter, a woman born for encounter. Come on, lift your hands right there. Holy Ghost, I see angels hovering over you. They're like tornadoes wanting to touch down upon your life. The Lord, thunder and lightning were in the secret place. The Lord's about to speak clearly. The Lord's about to open up a realm to you that if you press in, you'll go to places that you've never been before. Don't be afraid. Don't shrink back. Watch and see how good God will be and how the very essence of who you got will be transformed because of one kiss from heaven at the right place at the right time Jesus because he knows he knows all things because He cares and loves, because He cares and loves more than you even do. Because of that, He will show you how good He'll be. He'll infiltrate into the situations. He'll take out flesh from Spirit and He'll bring His goodness in it and you'll see within two months a reality you've not seen before and you will be smiling with joy when you see God touch down and bring you what you never thought was possible but in a package you never expected it to come in. So forget about the mailman. It's coming a whole different delivery. The Lord will make sure it gets to its destination. You okay? Yeah. Dude, I just hear bells, but it's not about to think. I hear bells like answering the next round. I see you being the Punisher. Evil, there's some things that are gonna rise up in you and you're gonna be an authority that's going to come upon you where you're going to be able to destroy and dismantle things in the spirit realm where you're going to have the knockout punch even in a fight that you didn't start, a fight that had been uh, going on for quite a while, a fight that is not to be finishing blows of something that's coming into a breakthrough form. It is a fight that needs to be ended, a fight that is to come. Lebanon County will see the glory of the stars and the glorious display of things that will go forth even from your lips. So when you write, don't write just about the worship realm. Write about the Psalms that bring utter destruction to the enemies. Write about this Father, this glorious warrior who will begin to speak forth and his sword will divide soul from spirit. Write about the one who is a battle axe from heaven. Jeremiah 51. I tell you by the Spirit of the Lord. Soon he'll put all his enemies underneath his feet. It'll be peace like a sword. It'll be grace with flavor it will be with hot sauce my brother but it will be awesome in the sight of the Lord father I bless this man and the creative process going forth through him they'll look at him and say can this come forth from this trumpet oh yes it can Jesus we can do this for a while if you need to go Don't confuse the door with the mall. (laughs) Are you all right? I see antennas growing in you. I see discernment growing in you. I see, not to call out the bad, but to call out the good. I see a prophetic nature. In a mine, there's always more dirt than gold. gold. Look for the gold. Look for the gold. Look for the gold. Don't be looking at everything that can be go wrong. Don't be looking at everything that could possibly not work. Look at the thing that God has said. Look at the promise that he's delivered. Look at the process that he's in. Look from the finished product onto where it is now. Have hope, believe, speak life and see a hopeful. Built man I'll make you one that will see one that will pick up the excellencies of God of the journey not just the destination Whew. sweet God the Lord's gonna trust you with money friend So get ready. This is why he's dealt with heart issues. And this is why he's dealt with things of this world in a way that you would say, my goodness, who am I? I am disqualified from much of this. But I tell you, the Lord is going to allow you to be a distributor of river, of wealth, because riches is one thing, wealth is another. The Lord will begin to release things, give ideas, bring ideas from the ethereal to the natural. He'll bring and release heaven on things, and you'll be able to tie together processes I see designs I see things that that they couldn't come together I see a peacemaker making bridges I see one that will connect the right people to do the right thing at the right time just put your hand over your heart I see wisdom beyond your years I impart that to you in the name of Jesus God let him see it let him live it let him release it and let him flow with your flow in Jesus name wow so good hey girl don't go back to where you came from the lord is coming he you got a prophetic Call a prophetic nature. There's something in you that's inherent to the life of God. There's a stirring up. There's a revivalist within. There's one that will be able to speak, and people and crowds will listen. There's an influence in you. There's a leadership in you, for good or for bad. You choose this day which way it's going to go. You go where He goes, you'll be amazed what He will do. You go where you want to go, you know what that looks like already. So the Spirit of God will cause a stirring in your heart. Respond to Him. And move with him, and you'll see fire coming forth from your life. Woo, Jesus, can't wait to see that. Hallelujah. Hey, you know what? I see four, five, or six people coming to you. In the next month and a half, you need to give words of life to them. Don't shy away. Because God will put the words you need to say in the way you need to say them. There's such a nurturer in you. There's such a softness in you. And yet there's such a firmness in you. You were raised right. And yet God is saying, I'll tweak you. I'll mold you. I'll shape you. You'll be just fine. Don't second guess the things that come forth. Love on people. And you watch what he will do. So God. So God, my God. I see a book hitting this American Eagle. I see the Lord releasing words to him. He's not even looking. That's okay. I see the, just. I just see words <laughs> and letters hitting you, like a wisdom you didn't know, like words that you didn't figure, that things that you didn't even know about. I see like there's a book, there's an article, there's a conversation, and there's an application. I see the Lord about to bring you from the bench onto the playing field where you're no longer looking at things, people, what they're doing, but you'll be a player in into the very essence of how you're wired to be. I'll see the Lord bring out what's inside on the outside. Get ready for transformation, like a microwave has taken place. It's cooked on the inside. You'll be able to feed others now. It's warm enough to go out. (laughs) Hallelujah, Jesus. I don't even know what that means. (laughs) 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 Jesus. Come on, just worship him for a moment, yes? Jesus, you're so good. You're so good. I prophesy over this house. The presence of the Lord over Lebanon County. I see a catapult, Gary. I see a lobbing of fiery bombs hitting Fortresses that were formed in this place long before. I see walls coming down. I see prayers being launched. I see arrows hitting the mark. I see fire and consumption of structures that were held up, and even mindsets that were built over time. I see tradition melting under love, not under preaching. I see the Lord bringing religiosity under the feet, not by not by revelation, but by the very presence of God. I see the sovereignty of the One we call unto our God. I see a people that will call His name, that will release the fullness of glory. I prophesy over this house, the multitudes that will spread, the plantings that will go, the leaderships that will expand, the teams that will go forth, the sound inside the sound, the voice inside the voice. I tell you by the Spirit of the Lord, God is moving in this place, not because of the house, not because of the cry, but because of the timing of the Lord over this place, prophetic utterance spoken over this land that will come to pass this is our response to the beginning of that which will materialize and manifested this season and in this time release it lord i pray in jesus name amen, amen. <laughs> jesus thank you god so father we thank you for this night and we bless you god and we just father we fight the good fight with the word spoken over us and we thank you For all things, in the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Amen. You guys are awesome. Love y'all.